Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, May 30th. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm telling you, May came and went so fast, but nonetheless, we are here tonight live on Blog Talk Radio. Again, this is Beauty Talk that you're listening to, and I just want to remind everyone, if you have a comment about what we're sharing tonight, or if you have a question, please give us a call at 914-803-803. Four three nine nine. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. Now I want to uh, bring my sister Denise on the line so she can greet you guys, and we can jump right into the beauty news. Good evening, everyone. And once again, thank you guys for joining this show. Uh, thank you guys for um, checking us out week after week. And for those of you who Join us via the playback, via the archives. Um, thank you guys again for listening um, to Beauty Talk. And again, if there's um, ever a time that we're not here live or ever a time that you want some beauty inspiration, you can always join us via the archives uh, podcast and check out um, some of the interviews that we've done over the past 13 years. Uh, we bring you beauty professionals from all over the world in every genre of the beauty industry. So definitely come back and check out some of our past um, podcasts and um, take a listen and let us know what you think. And if you have any suggestions on uh, someone you would like to hear on the show or any topics that you would like covered on the show, um, by all means, please do uh, reach out to us and let us know. You can uh, email us at beautygirlsmedia at gmail.com. Again, that's beautygirlsmedia.com at gmail.com, or you can DM us on our um, Instagram page. We are beauty underscore talk underscore media, or you can leave us a message on um, our Facebook, which is beauty uh, talk online radio, and uh, or you can hit us up on Twitter. We're beauty underscore uh, talk. So, uh, if you, again, if you have any suggestions or comments, you can reach out to us and find, find us on all of those social media platforms. Absolutely. Um, And we'll be right back. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be right back um, for um, more Beauty Talk. How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about FriendsBeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our friends discount program and shop with us today at friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818-691- 1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today. All right. All right. So I'm going to turn it over to Denise. 
I just wanted to, I forgot to do this earlier when I gave you all my quick greeting, but I just wanted to um, shout out all of our listeners all over the world. Um, of course, we have a large listenership here in the U.S., but also our friends over in the U.K., that um, those listeners keep growing. So we definitely appreciate you over in the U.K. Uh, for our friends in Australia, thank you guys for um, continuing to listen. Of course, our neighbors to the north in Canada, we continue to thank you for listening. Um, we have listeners all over, but there's one particular place that um, I wanted to point out that the, the listenership there is, is really starting to pick up and starting to grow. So I just want to shout out all of our listeners in France. We thank you all for um, listening to Beauty Talk. Hang in here with us. We're going to continue to give you um, more um, usable content. So thank you all for listening. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to uh, start off by talking about one of my favorite organizations, the Pro Beauty Organization. Um, And you can find out more about them if you don't know about probeauty.org, but that's I just said the website, actually, <laughs> probeauty.org. It's the, um, the Professional Beauty Association. I always I don't want to mess that up because I don't want to call it Pro Beauty, um, but it's the Professional Beauty Association, and their website is probeauty.org. But if you don't know about the Professional Beauty Association, please go out to probeauty.org and learn a little bit more about them. They exist to help all beauty professionals, hairstylists, estheticians, makeup artists, nail techs, um, massage therapists, you name it, beauty professional, they're there to help you. So please go out there. You know, a lot of beauty professionals are freelancers. Um, we don't have insurance. They can help you with that. Um, people need still to this day need COVID-19 relief. They can help you with that. Um, a lot of uh, beauty professionals struggle with what, uh, how to report their tip income or if they even should be reporting their tip income, they can help you with that. Some states are coming down hard on beauty professionals who don't report their tip income. You need to go out there and find out if that state, if that applies to your state. Um, they can help you with that. They can help with regulation in your state. They can help with licensing in your state. There was a big uh, thing going on a few years back, and it's probably still going on, but it's a little bit more low-key, especially because of the pandemic. You know, other things are more important um, to some people right now, but there was a big thing about taking away the licenses um, in certain certain states, and a lot of states were jumping on board with that. Um, This organization exists to help us. Um, to help us get the protection that we need and the support that we need as beauty professionals. So if you don't know anything about it here in the U.S., please go out to probeauty.org. It's the Professional Beauty Association. Okay. So now I want to talk about some sponsored, some events that are put on, rather, not sponsored, but put on by the Professional Beauty Association, and that Uh, One thing that's coming up very soon is the Naha 2021 Award Ceremonies taking place August 29th of this year in Las Vegas at Mandalay Bay. So for those of you who don't know what Naha is, it's the North American Hairstyling Awards. Okay, so um, I think it was last month I gave you all um, a list of finalists in the different categories, and they have several categories, several hair categories from students to salon to hairstylists of the year. They have makeup artists of the year, nail tech of the year, uh, avant-garde hairstylists of the year, avant-garde makeup of the year, and several other categories. Um, I gave you the finalists from those categories last month. Well, August 29th, we're going to find out who wins. Okay, so just to put that out there for those of you who would like to attend, if you are a PBA member, and there are so many benefits to being a PBA member, but if you are a PBA member, your general admission ticket is $85. 
If you are a PBA member, your Naha VIP ticket will be $169. That VIP ticket gets you VIP seating, red carpet reception, and two drink tickets, okay? If you are not a PBA member, the regular tickets are $99 for general admission and $199 for your Naha VIP ticket for non-PBA members, okay? Now, if you're like, oh, my goodness, I wish I could have participated this year, well, I would like to participate next year. If that is you, entry opens June 14th of this year for Naha 2022. Okay, I'll repeat. Entry opens for Naha 2022 this June, June 14th. So make sure you pay attention to that if you are interested in participating in Naha 2022. Entry opens June 14th. So it's, you know, have another day (laughs) in May, and then you have um, up until the 14th. So please pay attention to that if that that is you, if you're interested in that. Okay? So, again, Naha 2021 Awards Ceremony, August 29th in Las Vegas at Mandalay Bay. All right. Moving on to other uh, PBA um, information, we have the PBA Executive Summit 2021. And for those of you who are not familiar, you know, we have listeners in the beauty industry who are all across the beauty industry. It's, It's not just about makeup artists and hairstylists. We have, listening to our show, we have, um, Salon owners, beauty entrepreneurs, brand owners, um, distributors, manufacturers, and that's what the Executive Summit is all about, okay? So the Executive Summit takes place November 17th and 18th, 2021, in Scottsdale, Arizona, and it's being hosted at the Omni Scottsdale Resort and Spa at at Montaluca, Okay. So, again, November 17th and 18th, 2021, is Executive Summit 2021. Um, Again, it's at the Omni Scottsdale Resort and Spa at Montalusia, Scottsdale, Arizona. This year, for the first time, they are offering um, Summit Digital Sessions. One has already taken place May 18th. Um, One's coming up on June 21st, and another's coming up August 10th. Now, let me backtrack just a little bit for those of you who are listening and are not familiar with the Executive Summit. The PBA Executive Summit is where manufacturers, distributors, um, salon and spa owners, and other industry leaders come together to connect and collaborate, utilizing consumer and salon insights, forecasting, and visionary thought to unite, inspire, create change, and spark innovation. Okay, so um, it's a very business-like summit. That's why they call it Executive Summit. So for those of you who are out there who are interested, uh, you can attend still. Um, And you can go to the uh, PBA website, probeauty.org, to find out about ticket information. But I do want to share some information with you all about the Summit Digital Sessions. Again, that's new for this year. Okay? Now, just briefly to tell you um, about the May 18th um, event that already took place, and I'm not sure if you would be able to go, to, like, go back and pay to, to rewatch this or to see this, um, I'm not sure about that, but I do know that um, you still have time to uh, check out the last two, the ones that, that have not um, been on yet. So for May 18th, they had a future-focused retailing um, discussion. And the way, it's, the way it's set up is you have a, um, a panel and then you have a presentation. So for the future-focused retailing, the 
presentation was done by um, Deanna Everson. She's at the Ginger Salon. And then Randy Cotton, he's, a, he's from Salon Interactive. They put on a commerce technology presentation. Then the cross-channel uh, retail panel was moderated by Sheila Phillips of Liquid Assets. And the panelists were Lisa Mark Kevin of, Mur- um, of Murphy, and then Daniel Mason Jones of Muse Salon and Spa. Okay, again, that has already taken place, but just wanted to kind of let you guys know um, what that was. And if you're interested, maybe you can reach out to PBA to see if there's a chance that maybe you can, you're able to view that session. Okay, coming up June 21st um, from 2 to 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 11 to 12.30 Pacific Standard Time is the future of the salon and spa experience. Again, that's the future of the salon and spa experience. It's $25 for PBA members and $50 for non-PBA members. The uh, technology and wellness presentation will be put on by Leon Alexander, or Eurisco, and Mary Wilson of Wilson Collective. Okay, and the panel discussion is being moderated by Gordon Miller. He's of Hairbrained. And the panelists will be Debbie Penzone of Penzone Salon, Stephanie Fox Jackson of Talent Match, and Stacey Sobel of Salon Today. They will be the panelists, and it's moderated again by Gordon Miller. Again, that date is June 21st, and the same pricing applies, $25 for members, $50 for non-members. And then the last session that they're offering virtually is Innovating Professional Salon and Spa Channels. Again, that's Innovating Professional Salon and Spa Channels. That will take place August 10th. Uh, again, 25 for non-members, 50 for members. I'm sorry, 25 for members, 50 for non-members. Again, that's $25 for PBA members, 50 for non-members and the same times apply as, applies as before, uh, 2 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Okay. The data and trends presentation will be put on by Carrie Melange of Klein. And then the panel discussion, which is, um, which is manufacturer-focused, um, it's being um, moderated by Zach Riken of Living Proof, and then serving as panelists, um, Carrie, who, who um, was doing the presentation, will also serve as a panelist. So again, Carrie Melange, Klein, and then you have Ted Gibson and Jason Back, and they're from Starred by Ted, and then Barbara Delur from Aveda, Jim Bauer from Salon Interactive. Nancy Tartalola from L'Oreal, and Pete Castellanos from John Paul Michael Systems. I'm sorry, John Paul Mitchell Systems. So this is a large panel here, uh, five panelists. Um, but again, that is Innovating Professional Salon and Spa Channels. So it's interesting how they're offering um, how they're offering the the uh, you know, the Summit Digital Sessions. I'm, I'm happy about that because a lot of times still because of COVID, even though this is later in the year, a lot of people still aren't ready to attend large events with a lot of people in person. So at least you get a piece of what's happening. So at least you'll still right. be able to participate, you know. And right. just want to remind um, everyone, for those of you who are who want to attend, um attend the actual um, executive summit. The PBA member pricing is $695, and then the regular non-member pricing is $995. You can still register. So, again, you can still register, but if you can't attend in person, um, you can attend the digital live streaming of the entire event for $75 for, not, for members and $125 for non-members, okay? And that now, streaming the event live is different from the Summit Digital Sessions, okay? 
So don't confuse that. But um, if you need more information, if you want to go register for any of the events that I just mentioned, please go out to probeauty.org for more information and to get your tickets. Okay, well, I have a bit of a bit of news. <laughs> uh, first, I wanted to quickly mention, I'm not sure if most people know about this, but makeup artist Sean Richards, um, who's the owner of, um, uh, sorry, I'm drawing a blank on because the, the name of her business changed, um, but she's, she's currently Sean Richards London. But recently she, well, before then, before she changed to Sean versus London, she was the London Brush Company. But since she started adding, um, um, you know, brush cleaners and, and cos- you know, makeup and everything to her to her collection, she's now Sean Richards London. But she um, is now like the founder of Mayho, and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but um, it's Makeup and Hair Outreach. So what she started is, uh, you know, how a lot of us makeup artists, especially if you're in film and television and you've worked um, as a department head on, on a bunch of movies and television shows and, you know, you've reached out to different brands and you get um, you get all of this makeup or maybe you've just purchased a lot of makeup and you really, you know, you, you, you have this makeup and you have it for a few years and you haven't used it because once you get makeup and once you get on these shows, you're constantly purchasing new makeup, so sometimes the stuff that you have, you forget that you have it. Well, she started this outreach with, you know, beauty, cosmetics, and personal care um, items where she gives away um, these cosmetics. Now, there's a way that you can find out if you're eligible to receive those or if you're um, a way that you can find out that, you you know, how you're not eligible to receive them. Um, and, you know, also if there's, if you want to, be one of the people who are, who's donating um, items to Mayho. You can uh, find out also as well how to um, be a, be someone who can donate products uh, to Mayho. She has a Facebook group called Mayho M A H O, which is Makeup and Hair Outreach, um, and you can you can go on that Facebook group and, and find out all of the information on um, how you can um, donate to Mayho, how you can. Um, um, you know, if you qualify to be a recipient of some of the products. And she also gives away, like, some of the products just right there on, in the Facebook group page, um, you know, on the Facebook group page where she uh, where she's, like, posting. But back in May 3rd, she had a post that said, I was gifted a box of freebies as a result of the local 706 Guild Awards. I didn't need most of it, so I gifted it to someone who needed it. And here's the foundation stone for this page. We in production get a ridiculous accumulation of products in our makeup and hair kits that we have not had to pay for. Some we just put in a cupboard and leave them there in the back, yet we rarely think to share the wealth. In 2021, we must take the stand to unite our community and help one another. This is a way to do it. This is an industry support page that encourages all makeup and hair folk working in production to pass on unopened and unused items made on a production um, budget or gifted from PR companies wanting, on, wanting some social media. When we don't have to pay for something, we know that we are blessed and will always be in that position. Others need more help. So basically, to, to um, be able to receive help, because you're eligible for help if you are a student or makeup newbie with under two years' experience. If you do not get a kit rental and supply your own kit, if you have been out of work for a long period of time and need to replace items, these are the things that make you uh, eligible to receive help. And I'm assuming she's going to um, require some kind of proof of that. Um, if you're, these are ways that you are not eligible. If you're working and if you get a kit rental, which a kit rental is not income, you are paid to rent your kit, and that money is supposed to be used to reimburse yourself. If you don't have a website or proof of your or proof of your professional status, then you're not eligible. Um, if you do not have a college letter or certificate showing your newbie status, you're not eligible. Um, shipping, uh, the recipients of these products must pay for shipping. 
Um, shipping will be domestically, and we will divide gifting up into countries and regions. International shipping is optional, optional, but at your own risk. All members must post images of the hall and limit it to seven pieces per hall in order that we spread the wealth as wide as possible. Recipients must communicate directly with the gifter to arrange the transaction. So I'm assuming um, if you give items to this um, to this group and then someone is the recipient of your item, that shipping will, will be handled um, by you, by, who, by the giver, and not necessarily by Sean, but by the giver. I think Sean is just putting this all together, facilitating it, making it happen. But if you are, um, if you're giving away products and someone is the recipient of your products, then you're responsible for um, shipping uh, those products to to the recipients. So I thought that was a a great way of getting rid of a lot of unused products, especially if you know you can easily get more without paying for it. I think it's a great way of giving back um, in our makeup community. So I just wanted to mention that again. It's is MAHO, uh, M-A-H-O, Makeup and Hair Outreach on Facebook. And she may have an Instagram page. I'm not sure, but I do know um, she's out here on Facebook. So if you're interested, um, you can check that out. If you're interested in, in, and you need uh, products, definitely check out MAHO. And if you have products <laughs> that you would like to donate, um, check out MAHO. Nice. And I wanted to bring up... Um, a show that we are um, that we don't particularly talk about often, um, or at least not recently in the past couple of years, but America's Beauty Show. Um, the America's Beauty Show is taking place September 11th um, through the 13th of this year, 2021. Um, it's at the Donald E. Stevens Convention Center in Rosemont, Illinois. I do remember mentioning this show in past in past years, but um, not recently. Again, it's, yeah. a, it's America's Beauty Show 2021, September 11th through 13th, uh, Donald, e., Donald E. Stevens Convention Center in Rosemont, um, Illinois. You can get more information by going to americasbeautyshow.com, americasbeautyshow.com. And I just wanted to also let you all know that you can become a member. This is something new. They've come up with a a new membership program where you can become a member of the America's Beauty Show. And there are um, quite a few benefits that come with that, um, like continuing education, um, you know, virtual events where you can get into virtual events, Um, um, a lot of uh, uh, entrance into the America's Beauty Show, as well as member uh, membership for um, uh, IECCSD, you can get health insurance. So they put together um, a really good program with some benefits. And the the cost of membership for America's Beauty Show, if you are a salon owner, um, you can become a member for four hundred ninety nine dollars ninety nine cents per year, or that breaks down to forty nine ninety nine per month. Um, for an individual, you can become a member for $159.99 a year or $15.99 a month. If you are a new graduate, you can become a member for $79.99 per year or $7.99 per month. And if you are a student, you can become a member for $19.99 a year or that breaks down to $1.99 uh, per month. So, um, there's different ways that you can uh, become a member of America's Beauty Show and take uh, advantage of um, some of the benefits. Again, you can get membership, you can get entrance into the America's Beauty Show, which is um, you can get a three-day admission to this year's beauty show, plus a free ticket to 2022's show um, just by becoming a member. Um, but I think the admission applies to the free admission applies to annual memberships and not monthly annual memberships, okay? Um, again, the show IECSE in Chicago, you also get a three-day admission uh, to that show. Health insurance, um, they've taken the time to find the best insurance um, to support you um, so that you don't have to, so you can get um, actual insurance quotes 
um, via their website. And that's important for, um, you know, people in the beauty industry who are freelancers. And you have to find your own insurance. Being a part of something like America's Beauty Show, um, Professional Beauty Association, things like that, you know, being a part of, of uh, a union, you know, in the beauty industry, all of those things are important in helping you to receive uh, benefits, like especially health benefits. Um, you can have you can get CEU education, like continuing education, um, and you can take classes online um, to get that. So they offer world class education the very first Monday of every month. Um, so you can again take advantage of of uh, that and um, virtual events again, not just in person events, but virtual events online. Um, you can get uh, membership. I'm sorry, not membership, but access to uh, those virtual events. Something to think about if you um, are interested in America's Beauty Show as far as not just attending but taking advantage of uh, membership. Absolutely. Then we and have then just, a bit of news. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I didn't. I thought you were finished. I'm sorry. I was going to say, then we have um, some uh, different programs coming up um, for the powder group, and I just wanted to mention a couple because they're coming up um, pretty soon. I do want to mention that uh, normally the powder group has its, um, um, this online summer school. Well, they usually have summer school, but, you know, of course, last year, and then, of course, again, this year, it's going to be online. So that takes place in August. They don't have the details yet um, as to, um, you know, who will be speaking, but it's about it's about four months, four uh, weeks worth of um, summer school program. So um, when we get that information on who's speaking, we'll definitely share that and pass that along. But then they also have the Artist Summit in Provincetown, Massachusetts, on October 3rd through the 8th. So again, that's something else that's um, coming up in the in the future, but it'll be coming up soon. So I just wanted to throw those. Uh, things out there, but we'll be giving you uh, more details on that in uh, in future um, episodes of this show. Um, but I do want to mention um, that there's an industry intensive uh, coming up June 7th through 8th, and the, it's bridal focus. And of course, all of these uh, programs with the powder group will be online. Um, again, industry intensive bridal focus. I think the Artist Summit is the only one that may be in person, which, which will be in October. But the, um, the bridal um, focus is the next up in the Potter Group's Innovative Industry Intensive Series, a focus on bridal, Monday, June 7th, and Tuesday, June 8th online. Um, this event will consist of their uh, broadest and most complete focus on the business and beauty of bridal ever. They'll present two full days of sessions that focus completely on the many facets of the lucrative and exciting world of bridal. They will discuss this area of work with an approach that includes artistry, business, creating strong bridal industry relationships, and increasing your client experience to increase revenue. Uh, whether you are new to the bridal business or you've been at it for years, this first-of-its-kind event produced and hosted by the Powder Group founder, Michael DeVellis, is one that you do not want to miss. From bridal beauty demonstrations, product talk, focuses on male grooming and bridal hair, and panels of industry experts from across the field, this program is one of the most comprehensive bridal business and artistry programs in their um, history, and they are thrilled to be presenting it with exciting new changes as they kick off the industry's return to the business of bridal. If you would like to register, you can go to thepowdergroup.com. Again, if you'd like to register, you can go to thepowdergroup.com, and you can um, see a list of all of the presenters uh, for that particular program. Nice. And I just wanted to quickly um, mention the International Beauty Industry Awards. Um, And these awards... um, are focused purely on the talent of global beauty artisans, hair and makeup. Um, they say they created 
um, these awards for people who passionately believe you don't have to work with celebrities or have millions of followers to create award-winning work. Okay, so um, they have over 50 categories, and uh, they have people participating from over 30 countries. And the great thing about this competition is it's online. It's online, so you don't have to travel anywhere. You don't have to um, go anywhere. It's You just have to submit your photos. That's it. That's how you enter, submit your photos. Um, <clears throat> one of the things I kind of wanted to mention, because there's a lot of them, but I just wanted to mention some of the categories um, so that people will get an idea of who can actually um, participate. And then also, for those of you who may be interested, like now the 2020 to 2021 year, um, they've already uh, awarded their winners. So for those of you who may be interested in the 2021-2022 year, just go to their website and leave your email address, okay? And the website is beautyawards.com, okay? Again, that's beautyawards.com. Dot com. But I just wanted to give you an idea of, about some of the categories so that you people will know, like, who needs to enter. Because some people think that, oh, you know, it's got to be so grand, but their categories covers a lot of territory here. So for makeup artistry, you have best full face, best eyes, best lips, best natural makeup, best glam, best before and after, Best Creative Unconventional, Best Avant-Garde, Best High Fashion, Best Editorial, Best Men, Best Drag, and there's several others. Um, and for hair, you have Best Overall Cut and Style, Best Short Haircut Style, Best Men's Cut and Style, Best multi um, to- Multi-Tonal Color, Best Updo, Upstyle, Best Before and After, Best Braided Style, Best Editorial, um, Best Avant-Garde Hair Art, Best Wig, and then there's, a, there's several others. Um, for students, there's no fee to participate. So I just wanted to make sure I said that now so that for if you're a student, you can participate in any of these categories and there's no fee for you to participate. They have a film and TV category, best on-screen makeup, best on-screen hair. Bridal, best bridal hair, best bridal makeup, best bridal before and after. For stage or event makeup, best on-stage makeup, best on-stage hair. Um, so it's a, it's over 50 categories. You can pretty much enter um, – but, you know, based on your abilities and skill. So if you're not into avant-garde but you're into natural makeup, there's a, there's a category for you. So I really love that whole idea that anyone, um, it's all-inclusive, anyone can participate, um, and you can really feel comfortable that you are talented enough to participate because there are so many different um, types of skills and categories here that, you you know, you shouldn't feel like you can't be included. So if you're interested in next year, please go out to their website, um, leave your email so they can let you know when they will open up for the 2021-2022 competition. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, who's going to participate and what they're going to come up with. Again, they have already announced their 20 and 21 um, winners. What was that? So we'll be sharing more. Say that again? What was that deadline? There is, there is no deadline. They, they've already um, awarded their 20, 2021 winners, so they have not given information yet about the 2021-2022 um, gotcha. session yet. Yeah. So I was just saying, like, if you're interested, there's a place out on their website where you can leave your email, and they'll be sending out um, information, you know, soon. Gotcha. Again, that website is beautyawards.com, and this is the uh, International Beauty Industry Awards. It's all online, so that's that's great. 
Um, so you can participate, don't have to travel anywhere, and you can still win. Right. So just wanted to share that information. Um, also wanted to talk tonight about, so my sister and I this week, we had the awesome opportunity again this year. I think we've been doing this for like maybe three or four years now. Um, we've been participating here in Atlanta uh, with an organization called Amazing Stories Foundation. And the Amazing Stories Foundation, one of the programs that they put on is they train um, young men and women, or I have to say young, but at any age, men and women, um, how to be producer assistants or PAs. And, and they've invited us for the last three or four years to come in and speak to these participants um, about our careers and what we do and basically how what we do, um, how we interact with PAs. So we had a very great uh, session. I believe it was on Thursday. Uh, we talked with them and we shared a lot of information as to, like, as a PA, what they would need to know when interacting with the makeup and hair departments. And we were asked a question by um, one of the members of this foundation. Um, I think they had a couple people who were interested in the Amazing Stories Foundation and the programs that they put on, but they were interested in doing makeup. And so we were asked the question by one of the founders is, you know, what would that look like? Like how would um, these people who are interested in doing makeup, how do they get started? Um, and and let me go back. It's They're interested in makeup for film and television. And so the question was, you know, how would they get started? Um, what would that look like and what would they need to do? Um, so we decided that we would talk a little bit about that here tonight with a little bit of time that we do have left on the show, that we would talk a little bit about um, what that looks like and what we feel like what we feel needs to be done. So I'm just going to let Denise get started with that first. Well, for, in my opinion, I think um, – if you know that you want to do, um, well, first of all, you have to know that you want to do makeup, first and foremost, regardless of what it's for, whether it's editorial, um, whether it's film or TV, I mean, whether it's for commercials or videos, whatever it is that you want to do makeup for, you have to know that you want to be a makeup artist, first and foremost. So if you know you want to be a makeup artist, but you know you specifically are interested in film and television, I think um, for all of those, like, television shows and movies that you like, um, especially the ones that you like the makeup of, and even ones that you don't like the makeup of, I, I feel like you need to get, um, I'm sorry, I'm not going to say for the ones that you don't like the makeup of, but just for ones that maybe, you know, you've watched, but the makeup just didn't stand out to you. I feel like you need to get, you know, when you watch those credits roll. I think you need to write down the name of those makeup artists so that you can go find them on IMDb, find other projects that they've worked on, and, and take a look at what that makeup looks like. Even It may not be your cup of tea. It may not be your cup of tea, but that's okay. You're still looking at, at this um, – uh, you're still looking at the, uh, the makeup because something Janice and I talked about earlier where she mentioned um, – um, you know, creating the character. And I'm going to let her go into that um, a little bit more in a little bit. But just keep in mind that, you know, it, it, it's not going to be the Instagram makeup that you see on, on Instagram. It's not going to be, you know, like anything you see online, but it's going to be character driven. But before we can even get to actually working on, on a film and television project, I think you have to know, one, what that makeup is supposed to look like. Two, you need to know how to achieve that. So one of the first places to get started is discovering what it takes to be a makeup artist for film and television. Um, you know, like I said, looking at those film and, and those uh, TV shows and the movies, 
you know, maybe reaching out to um, one of these makeup artists that now you've got their names from the credits. Maybe re- uh, re- reach out to one of them. Or maybe just going online and doing the research about what does it take to be a makeup artist for film and TV. You know, learning, to, you know, figuring out what the skills are that you need to have to be a makeup artist for film and TV. And sometimes you, you don't even have to ever ask anybody the question. You can just simply watch the different shows, like I said before, watching those shows. If it's um, like a television show that's a drama, that's a cop drama maybe, watching, watching those shows, you, you know that somebody's going to get shot, somebody's going to get beat up, um, so there's going to be blood, you know what I mean? There's going to be bruises. Looking at all of that and knowing that if you don't know how to do a bruise, then you need to learn how to do a bruise. Sometimes you don't have to ask the questions. If you simply just look at what it is that you want to be a part of and look and just watch, you know, watch what's being done and figuring out, okay, a makeup artist did that, a makeup artist did that, sometimes that's the best way to get started because sometimes when you start reaching out to um, people that you admire their work or whatever, sometimes they want to know that you put forth an effort to try to figure some things out for yourself. Sometimes they want to know that because what, what, what that does is if you're reaching out to some department head of, this, of a certain movie or some department head of a television show, more than likely they're busy. More than likely they're always busy. So if you come to them, not saying that they're not willing to help, but if you come to them already having an idea about what it is that you want to do and how you can do it, that helps them out. That helps them from, from sitting here believing and thinking, oh, my God, now i got to start from the beginning with this person. Like if I respond to this person, i got to start from the very beginning. Like, I, you know, some people may think I don't have time for this. So to me, the best way to get the most information is to come with some information. So to me, I think that's one of the first places to start having in mind exactly what it is you want to do, you know, and putting forth some effort to researching and finding out how to go about it before you ever reach out to anybody. There's tons of resources out there. We just have to start, you know, people coming into the industry just have to start researching, researching. There's so many resources available to you. Use them. Absolutely. Um, and just to piggyback on what you were saying um, that we would talk about, um, you and I were talking, and I'm, I said that one of the things that people who are really interested in doing the film and, and television makeup is that understand coming in, and I know we, we've said this on this show more than once, but I've seen it more than once, um, you have to know and understand that Film and TV is all about creating characters. And so when I've heard a makeup artist say in the past that, you know, it's about making the people look like they did the makeup themselves. No, that's not what that's about. It's not what that's about. And so to me that says that this particular makeup artist thinks that when when you do makeup on film and TV that it's supposed to be glamorous, um, like when you're not on film and TV, not necessarily. You have to pay attention to who these actors are playing. And so that's why I always say it's very important to pay attention. You know, people watch. It's very important to to pay attention to just people in general. And, you know, like pay attention to what um, a Secret Serviceman is supposed to look like when he's at work, you know. That means if somebody comes in here with a full beard or whatever, we know that that has to come off if that's who you're playing. You know, so um, know what a female attorney looks like, a housewife, um, you know, just an everyday woman or an everyday man. You know that, okay, they come in and they look, you have to just know how they're looking when they come in there and how they're supposed to look when they're ready for set, Um, you know, a character can be anybody. So you have to be able to know, like, what to do when they're playing certain types of characters. And then if you get to the point where you're in a position where you have a script, 
the script may give you some notes on certain things. It may say, you know, a person looks a certain way or whatever, but it's not going to give you all the details on, on how you need to be doing your makeup. So it's very important for those of you out there who are listening who want to do film and TV makeup is to re- realize and know that this is character-driven work. Um, and that's so important because just like you just mentioned um, about the Instagram makeup, um, you know, there's some there's some people who come on set, some especially the younger people who come on set, and maybe if this may be their uh, first show or something like that, and they want that, quote, Instagram brow or something, you have to be able to tell them, like, no, this is not what the character calls for. Now, sometimes the character will call for you to give them that Instagram look. But Mm -hmm. I will say right now, and I will be very honest with you, most producers and directors are not interested in Instagram makeup. And a lot of them especially if they're male, you know, they're not into makeup or anything, but they will they know, but they know Instagram makeup. And they will be very clear about that. Um but that's not to say that you may not have a character who is supposed to look like that. And so you just follow instructions from your directors and your producers about the look. But basically, you know, just know that you have to know um you be very well aware of what's required and and what the look is, because you know when you go out to a photo shoot or whatever type of makeup you do, and then when you want to come on a film and TV set, you have to know and understand that there's there's going to be some adjustments made. Um, a lot of a lot of makeup uh, artists learned very very early on that they had to learn how to pull back um, because these fancy cameras that's out now and that's been out for a few years now, several years now, it captures every single thing. It sees more than what the human eye sees. So heavy makeup, you know, being overdone and all that, not good. So you have to realize that um, it's about creating characters. That was one of the things that... um, I noticed that a lot of people that I, a lot of new people that I talk to, um, and they say they want to do film and TV makeup, uh, and that's the one thing that they're not focused on or not thinking about. And honestly, it's something that they don't really know. They don't know that it's character driven. You know, when they're watching a movie, they're not thinking about the fact that the people that they see in the movie are characters playing themselves, so they really are characters, but people don't think of it like that when they're watching, you know, watching TV or watching a movie. So that was the one thing that I want uh, people to be very clear about when they're, when they say that they are interested, um, do some research, really do a little research, uh, like you had mentioned, but really do a little research actually about what the film and TV industry is, I would definitely try to find out as much information about it. And, you know, that information is out there. Um, find out what, what it is. And now you have so many, so many makeup artists now, um, and I'm, I'm speaking of the East Coast, so many makeup artists now who are film and TV makeup artists who are out there for people to talk, for people who talk to in in various areas on the East Coast, all up and down the East Coast. So there's people out there that you can kind of talk to and get um, very familiar with what it is that they do. Um, just like you were saying, look at the credits, see who's doing the makeup on whatever, and try to find out as much information as you can, even if it's just you looking at the films and TV shows that they do and looking at their work or if it's just about seeing some of their work, if they're posting their work on Instagram and just getting a a feel for, you know, the looks and and what it is that we we do. Um, Just kind of having that information, because I know I'll speak for myself. When I first started with makeup in general, I didn't know what direction in makeup I wanted to go in. And so I thought, you know, I love the theater, so I thought, well, maybe I'll do theater. 
And then I've told by a well-known makeup artist, like, well, you know, in the theater they do their own makeup. And so for the most part, that's definitely true, but um, they may some theater productions may have a, a professional makeup artist come in, create the look, and teach the actors how to do their makeup, how to create that look, and then they're, you know, and then they're gone. And then the actor's doing their own makeup. Um, but then there are some live stage events where they will bring in hair and makeup um, to do some of the looks. So, you know, um, that's somewhat true, but um, I didn't know which direction I wanted to go in. So I did everything. I did a lot of photo shoots, testing with photographers, some paid shoots. I did commercials. I did, you know, living in Baltimore, not far from Washington, D.C. So between Baltimore and D.C., I did a lot of, uh, what do you call them, Um, you know, a lot of political-type things, Um, you know, worked with a lot of senators and congressmen who, who were doing things for the camera. Um, interviews for camera, they they were um, had their campaigns coming up, so whatever they were putting together for their campaigns, I did a lot of that. Um, I worked at the um, makeup counters, freelancing, um, and then a lot of the TV work that I did allowed me to get the days that I needed for the union. But it was just a... It was just a try everything and see what you like type of deal deal for me. Um, so that's one of the things I would also suggest. Before you settle on film and TV, try a little bit of everything to see what you like, and, you know, you can kind of take it from there. Um, but when I did do an independent film or worked on an independent film, I loved it. And that's when I said, okay, this is where I want to focus. And then, you know, the rest is history. So get your mind together is what I would say. (laughs) Um, Not to go into too much detail, but I was thinking about it today. You know, also when you work in film and TV, especially for a long period of time, you kind of pay with your body. So that might be another topic for another another Sunday night. But you you do somewhat pay with your body. Um, So it's so important to get rest, to eat right, you know, and, and wear the proper wear proper shoes because your legs will tell the story, your legs and feet. Um, this industry is hard on your legs and feet. So, um, but again, that's another, that's another Sunday night. Don't want to get into that. But, um, but anyway, that's how I would answer that question. Um, you have to really think hard about it and really but really know what you're getting into. Not to discourage anybody, right. but it's best to it's best to really put the time into really thinking about it now before you move forward. Um before you move forward in it. Right, because so a lot of times uh, yeah, a lot of times um you know, when people are asking about the industry, they just want to hear the good stuff. Like when you start telling them the real stuff, and I'm not going to necessarily say the bad stuff, but just the real stuff and telling them, like, the the real truth about the industry, I feel like people get fed up and thinking that you're trying to discourage them. But right. it's not really that. It's just that, you know, you're just telling them the real. So Yeah, I just like to tell you the truth, and you can take it from there. You're going, you're going to do what you're going to do regardless. So right. I just like people to have the, at least to have the truth. Um, yes, you know. So and then, you know, and I will say this: we've we've had people to be very honest and upfront with us as we were coming along, and that's all I'm doing for other people is try to be very honest and upfront about my experience in the industry. Right. Yeah. So. So anyway, we will talk with the American Stories Foundation some more about it and see where that goes, see what that leads to. But that's definitely how um, I would answer that that question. And if you are here in Atlanta and you need to go check out um, the American Stories Foundation and see what they're offering, um, if you're definitely interested in working as a PA. And I, I have a feeling like they're trying to create 
to create something for those who are interested in makeup. So we'll see. But that is it for tonight. That's our show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for those who are listening on the phone lines and those who are listening online and for those who will listen um, via the playback. We thank you so very much for your continued support. Um, Have a wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. Happy Memorial Day and be safe. Good night. Good night.